talked about JJ and the progress that he made as the first athlete that came to me and knocked on my front door and asked for help. 1,013 came to my doors, and I had to figure out a way to coach each one of them and help each one of them because they all came from different sports. Now, I developed this crazy technique that I use the 26 letters of the alphabet and develop a story or a way to teach from all 26 letters. The letter U is who you are. It's what your cup is full of. If you think of the letter U, it looks like a cup. And what flows into you is what flows out of you. And you can't change that. That's who you are. And when JJ came, I had to get to know him so I could understand who he was, so he could become who he wanted to become. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I want you to go to and tell your friends to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com and subscribe, download, click on like, rate, and review us, and let us know how we've helped you become an 831-er, someone who lives their best life. And that's what I want. And some of what I say may push you and it may may affect your buttons a little bit, but that's the whole idea. I want you to live your best life. Well, before I started coaching kids, I was developing and learning a business profile to help companies live their best life and to be the best they could be. And often after I would speak to their organization or take them on a ski day, they would say, you know, That was so inspiring. Could you help us? And I would say, yes, we have programs that can do that. And we would study what they spent their money on for programs, technology, education, sales programs. And we would study it and we would look at it and we'd say, yeah, we can help you. And they would say, what kind of a program do you use? And I said, I use the rote program. And they'd say, what's that? And the rote program is you automatically do it. It was the way I became a great ski racer, and I found it works in everything that I did. It worked for the torch relay. When I managed the Olympic torch relay, it'll work for you. And so we would take the ROTE program, R-O-T-E, and we would start with their energy, their E in ROTE, and we would look at their preparation to perform. How much training did they have? How much background did they have? What did they do to get ready for meetings, for selling? And then we'd look at their T and we would say, how much time do you spend every day? And this was all done personally. This wasn't just done as a company. This was done personally. We did both, personal and company. And we would get inside people's lives and find out where they spent their time and what they were really committed to. And then we would look at their resources and we would say, where do you spend your money? What do you spend your money on? You see, what you will do in time is what you're, well, you're committed to. But what you spend your money on is what you'll sacrifice for. And there's a big difference. And as you can see, each one of these raises the intensity. And then we would get down to the last one. And the O in rote is opportunity. What you do to increase your opportunity to sell your products, your services. What opportunities do you have? How do you present them? What do you do? Well, (laughs) it's kind of funny. We would tell them that we were going to go with them and we were going to videotape them as they performed. Or that we were going to videotape them when the customer came to them. and. The company would get very nervous and they would all of a sudden say, no, you know what? We're going to delay that for three months and and kind of think about it. And three months later, I'd get a phone call and the company would say, we don't need to do the video. I'd go, why? And they would say, well, sales have gone up by 34 percent. 
Sales have gone up by 17%. Sales have gone up by 28%. And it's funny, we failed as a company to ever do the videotaping. We always wanted to, but we failed at it. Why? Because we were going to reveal who these people were to themselves. Now, we weren't sharing this information on a global scale or with anybody else. We were just doing it with each individual. But the leadership and the people involved would say, I don't want to be on camera. I don't know about you, but most people don't want to be in camera. The first time I saw myself on film, I was embarrassed. I thought I was a horrible ski racer. But you know what? It's what made the difference. It's what made me better. And just being afraid of us coming with the camera scared them, terrified them. You see, who you are is what you were. And we're always afraid of what we were may come out on film and we'll see it. You see, who are you at work? Who are you when the pressure is on? What flows out of you? What spills out of you when things go wrong? I had 1,013 kids that came and 337 of them, one third of them came for fun. They just wanted to have fun. They didn't really want to see themselves on video. And then the next third came and once they saw the work that they had to do and we started videotape them and showing them what they were doing wrong, they were going, I don't know, I'm uncomfortable with that. And then the last third was okay with the videotape. And when we'd videotape them, they would argue with us at first. They would say, are you kidding me? I shoot the puck faster than that. I can run faster than that. I can throw the ball faster than that. And yet the evidence showed that they couldn't. We even had parents that thought that our equipment was broken. And yet <laughs> it worked perfectly. The interesting thing is only 3%, 11 kids, embrace the whole idea and were willing to look at themselves and see who they were at their core and change. And they had breakthroughs. There's a quote by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe that says this, if you treat an individual as he is, he will remain how he is. But if you treat him as if he were what he ought to be and could be, he will become what he ought to be and could be. We treated them, every athlete, as to what they ought to be. We didn't pressure them. We just treated them as if they already were the best of the best. And it revealed from what they said what their character is like. You see, what you say says more about you than the person or thing you are talking about. And what you say reveals who you are and who you were. But until that changes, you're not growing. Maybe now you understand why only 11 really grew out of 1,013. I guess you could say that they all grew a little bit, but they grew to the level they were willing to look inside their cup and see under pressure what was there. I appreciate you listening. I hope that you would gain some insight today about yourself and about what you're doing. And I hope that by next time you will have grown.